thanks for listening to today's episode. If you listen on Spotify, please have a look at the poll or the question that I put at the end of every episode. I'd love to get your feedback. And if you like the Sexy Aging Podcast, please consider rating, reviewing, sharing, subscribing. You know, we need to get the word out there to all incredible midlifers that they're not alone, that their ideas are valid, that their hormonal changes are real, so that they feel not alone. I'm also going to be putting out a bonus episode every Friday where I break down one of the symptoms from my book, My Menopause Memoir. If you haven't yet got the book, check out the link in the show notes. It's right there. You can access it as an ebook or paperback on Amazon. I hope that you uh, enjoy the show and enjoy the book. Take care. Hi, I'm Tracy Minoknuku, the host of Sexy Aging and the author of My Menopause Memoir. Every week, I'll be reading one chapter or one symptom from the book. My recommendation is that you grab the book so that you can read it from start to finish and see how one symptom blends into the other, how one symptom affects the other. You can get the book on Amazon.com. So here we are, symptom number two, fatigue. It makes a lot of sense that if you aren't sleeping, you will experience fatigue. Even when I did manage to catch up on some sleep, I constantly felt like I was never able to fully function. I could say that it was the natural aging process, and maybe that is acceptable when it comes to physical aging to a degree, but when the fatigue began to affect my motivation for doing things, going out, meeting friends, checking off the to-do list, I was left with a despairing sense that life was all downhill from here. Without fully understanding what was going on, I started to double down on my detail to sleep tracking and ensuring that if I was missing hours one night, I would go to bed earlier the next night to make up for it. I focused on winding down the amount and intensity of physical exercise and became very attentive to when and how I would train my body. I had experienced adrenal fatigue in my early 40s, so I knew the negative impact of too much cortisol and adrenaline flowing around my system. I was terrified that overtraining of any kind would set me back on that path. The irony was that during the time of my worst perimenopausal symptoms of sleep loss and fatigue, I was working on new fitness programs across our business and a fitness app. I was constantly churning out content, training, rehearsing, teaching. My fitness friends were always encouraging me to join this class, enter this run, do another workout, and honestly, it left me slammed. I began to gravitate more towards my yoga practice as each and every time I practiced or taught a class, I could feel an immense relief in my body, like every cell and fiber was thanking me. One of the worst impacts of fatigue is that end of day feeling where all you can think about is getting dinner over and done with and crawling into bed. You know that feeling? This becomes a cycle and starts to impact on your motivation to go out, to meet friends, try new activities, pick up a new hobby, learn something new, or even just call people for a chat. And you can see why midlife women start to hibernate or draw into themselves. Life just gets too hard. At this point, after years of research and finally talking to one of the leading doctors in menopause care, Dr. Rebecca Lewis from the Newson Health UK, I decided to bite the bullet and try HRT or hormonal replacement therapy. After the first three days with my estrogen patch, I can hand on heart say that fatigue was the first symptom that improved. I felt focused, motivated, and could fully function right to the end of the day. 
just goes to show that women who are no longer trapped in the sleep loss cycle and feel like they have their mojo back can resume exercise or yoga or meditation, make better food choices and reconnect with their friends. And just a personal note here, once I had my HRT, I started to write the book. <laughs> Fatigue in your 40s is not solely attributed to perimenopause or menopause symptoms. It could also be low thyroid, low B12 and folic acid, nutritional deficiencies, low iron and anemia. So it's ideal to have a blood test and rule out any of these. Just a vitamin B12 deficiency alone can bring on fatigue and lethargy and can cause hot flashes and night, night sweats. During the menopause transition, vitamin B12 absorption can get disrupted by digestive issues, inadequate nutrient intake and medications that might interfere with absorption. Here's a story by one of the previous podcast guests and a friend who is an actor and an author in the UK. Her experience with fatigue. The main thing that I have come up against during perimenopause is fatigue. It's been a bit of a shock. I've always had so much energy and suddenly I'm literally struggling to be awake. Finding ways to deal with this symptom has definitely been a challenge and I'm not ashamed to say that napping has been my favourite option. I'm fortunate to be a freelance writer, actor and director, so although I'm always crazy busy, I can organise my own schedule and when the fatigue hits, I'll be the first one to find the sofa and grab 30 minutes or three hours. And sometimes it's not the sofa, it's my bed and it's a full three hours of brand new gorgeous sleep. I've also started supplements and really looking at my sleep schedule. I try to get to bed at a good time and wake at the same time because this really helps, but I don't always manage it. Mostly I've learned to set boundaries and understand my limitations so that I don't get overwhelmed. I'm not ashamed of needing to slow down. It just means that I understand what's really important and to save my energy for that. So here's some tips for supporting fatigue if that is a symptom for you. My recommendation right now is to go back to chapter one of the book, um, which I recorded last week. So if you look on the podcast, there'll be an episode with a guest and then there'll be the chapter recorded for um, sleeplessness. Prioritize your sleep to help minimize the fatigue throughout the day. Get a blood test so you know if there are any issues other than the menopause transition. Ensure that you have the following B12 sources in your diet. Fish, eggs, poultry, dairy, meat. If you are on a plant-based diet or a vegan vegetarian, you may require supplementation. Some cereals, soy, nut and plant-based milks have been fortified with vitamin B12, folate and iron. And then within three days of using HRT, I noticed an instant boost in my energy and this has been consistent since. So if HRT is an option for you or you're considering looking into it, I recommend you give it a shot and then you'll know the difference. As simple as that. So thanks for listening to chapter two from my menopause memoir and we will give you chapter three next week. But once again, my recommendation is just get the book, <laughs> read the whole thing and wrap your head around how one symptom affects the other. Thanks for listening. Bye.